We are back in Atlanta after a week that felt it in the it it felt like it was one year long, and it felt like it was ten minutes long all at the same time. Yeah, it's really weird. I I feel like we haven't been home in the longest time. I feel like the whole week it kind of feels like we were in a tornado for a week, and we just got like plopped out of the tornado, and we're both like, what? Yeah, like what just happened? But we are we're, we're back and we're back on a regular show schedule and and we will throughout the course of this next week or two we'll we'll be telling some stories about Syracuse. Some of them are going to be really sad, of course. Others are going to be typically awkward and funny, like (laughs) something very awkward that I did. I think we'll probably get to it in today's episode at the funeral or at the service. I don't know. I shouldn't talk. Cringeworthy awkward. So, uh, so, so we're back and we are so happy to be back and we so appreciate you for sticking with us through that chaotic week last week. And for just being supportive, I mean, you, we could feel the love and the love of this community. And um, it was a week where, quite honestly, we really needed it. And I probably won't say that very often, but we needed the love and we definitely felt it. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the love of a dog who misses you while you're away. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for really good friends. While we're talking about um, feeling the love, it, it'll come up later this week, mm-hmm. but the the Upsider family that organized the Do It For The Do, Do It For Donna things, so awesome. Just amazing. And I can't believe how quickly that spread. And it, I need to like start reading a dictionary and, or a thesaurus and coming up with alternate words for how I feel about how amazing you are. Cause I'm like, that was amazing. That was the coolest, but yeah, I'm up. I'll start getting my thesaurus and working through and finding some better words. Different, different words for <laughs> yes. thank you. And yes. awesome. I'm going to, I just want to go through the hashtag, the do it for Donna hashtag and try to compile everything so that I can give it and show it to my, I want to talk about it on the show, but most importantly, I want to give it to my dad, mm-hmm. especially I can, I know what the lead off batter is going to be. Somebody bought, not even knowing this about my mom, somebody bought almost $51 scratch off tickets and left them to be found with a note saying, hey, my friend Jeff lost his mom. She loved to gamble. So here are 50 chances. It wasn't 50. It was 47 for each one for each year your parents had been married. That's right. And so, and, and, and said, if you win big, pay it forward somehow. And if you don't, I hope you have fun. My mom was obsessed with scratch-off tickets. I commented on that post and I was like, if Donna 
Donna would have loved that. She would have gotten a kick out of it. And then she would have asked you to pass her a quarter so she could start scratching. Yeah, she she <laughs> she loved to gamble. So I'm going to compile all of those and we'll talk more in detail. And, and just one, so I can brag on y'all for, for doing cool things. But two, you guys are so creative with your generosity that I think it could inspire other people. Yeah. And I'm going to steal some of the things you did. Like I know somebody, somebody saw an older man at a restaurant eating by himself and bought his lunch. I saw that. Oh my gosh. Tug at the heartstrings. All right. First, the order of business though, for today's show, not at all related to my family or Syracuse, but something as important. And that is teachers because it has come up in a couple different places, people wondering what should they get a teacher for a holiday gift. Now, are we um, taking like calls on this to have people, to have teachers yes. call and tell us what you really want? Yes. and Because don't, don't spend your money on something <clears throat> they don't want just for the sake of spending money like that. You don't need to do that. Just teachers, tell us what you want to receive at the end of the year and what would be helpful no, to you. No, not the end of the year. End no. Of, I know. Oh, you mean not the, the end of the school year? The end of the calendar year. Yeah, Christmas. Yeah, what you for want Christmas. for your holiday gift. Because mm -hmm. I'm guessing you don't need another apple paperweight, like an apple-shaped right. paperweight. Let's be done with that, and let's get our teachers something that they really can really use or that they really want or really need, because teachers do so much for, um, I was going to say our kids. We don't have kids. Like, the kids yeah. in life are collective children, um, that they really deserve the world. But, um, yeah, something thoughtful. And you can't, I think it's illegal to send your nine-year-old to school with wine, right? Yeah. I'm thinking that that's probably not something that would work out very well. But, um, anyways, teachers call us. If you want to tell us what you really want, 800-434-5454, leave us a voicemail and let us know so we can let everybody know what teachers want. Yeah, we'll just compile it into a montage and you don't have to leave your name if you don't want to insult yeah, no. like the the parents who are going to get you other things like you get so you can just say I'm a fourth grade teacher and I want a gift certificate to Victoria's Secret or whatever it is. Okay, that is so random. <laughs> I don't know what made me think of it. Anyways, um, speaking of gifts, if creepy, you... It's next level creepy. Yeah, it is. Okay, I was trying to move on. Let's move on. Um, speaking of gifts, Jeff's comedy show. I don't know why that came out really Northern Comedy. Um, Jeff's comedy show. I know why. You were just with my family for five, six days. I know, but I don't usually like... Yeah, anyways. <laughs> um, Jeff's comedy show is on sale. And here's Jeff's favorite thing about this Valentine's Day weekend comedy show situation because he does it every year. It's like our Valentine's plan every year. And his thing is, it's kind of like a two-for-one kind of deal because... You can buy the tickets for Christmas, wrap it, put it under, print, print the tickets out, wrap it, put it under the tree. Then it is your Valentine's plans, so you don't have to think about that again. Or it could be your girls' night out plans or your best friend's plans, or maybe you're going to a white elephant party. Like, that would be an awesome gift. So anyways, go to CallieandJeff.com. I almost forgot our website. It's a little it's, rusty. It's, it's been a week. It's been a week. Um, CallieandJeff.com. And then where do they find your tickets? Uh, under the, um, there's a <laughs> comedy tab. So where are you laughing? 
Just because, like, I can't even tell you where the tickets are on our oh. website right now. I'm like, Ooh. There's a comedy tab at kellyandjeff.com. You can also text the word jokes to 555-888, and it'll give you a link. Here's uh, the lineup for the shows. Of course, me. It's my comedy show. Um, our friends, Lace and Jared, who are a married couple, will each be on stage. And if if you have not seen, they, they do almost all of my they comedy shows with me. They are freaking hysterical. And they're fantastic. My friend, Steve Donovan, who I went to college with, who lives up in Providence, Rhode Island, is coming down for the shows. Now, does he have a Rhode Island accent? Hardcore. Did you well, know that that was coming, that I was going to ask that? He, he has a hardcore Boston accent. Um. I, when we watch Live PD, my favorite department department yes. is Rhode Island because I love their accent so much and it makes me giggle. So that alone is funny. Yeah, he'll be, um, he's coming down from province. He and I went to college together and he did some shows with me a few years ago and is one of the funniest humans I know. Then, uh, By the way, wait, is he staying with us? Probably not. Oh, okay. Do you want him to? Well, I was going to offer, but then I'm like, we're going to be, it's going to be like you, me and Dupree for Valentine's weekend, right. us and Steve. Yeah. And I, I think he might, I don't know who, if he's coming down by himself or who he's coming with. So I just, we should ask anyways. Okay. Who else is on your show? And then, uh, uh, graduates lace is picking graduates from her laugh lab comedy classes to be a part of every show, including our friend Chrissy, who will be. Uh, one of the openers at the does Marietta she know, show. Does Chrissy know that? She does. Okay, you didn't even tell me that until just now. I told you months ago. You said ago. that you were thinking about it, but I didn't know. I didn't say anything to Chrissy because I didn't know if you were going to formally ask. Yeah, I, I uh, talked to her before we went back to Syracuse. So Chrissy will be on the Marietta show, and then Lace is going to pick people to be on the other shows. Very funny humans. Obviously, the big question is, how are you doing? Everybody wants to know how I'm doing. And I can say, honestly, at this point in time, I am really, really good. I'm obviously sad, heartbroken, um, and I am heartbroken for my dad, but I am really, really at peace with everything. So... I feel good. I feel okay. Um, and this is going to sound, I'm sorry for that weird noise. I have a bit of a sore throat, if you couldn't tell. Um, this is going to sound weird, I think, if, you, if, if you've experienced it, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about because I think my dad has experienced it. We talked about it a little bit. If you haven't experienced it, this might sound weird, but on the day of her service, I had a conversation with my mom mm -hmm. and I felt her energy come back. It was a two, it was definitely a two way conversation. Mm -hmm. And from that point forward, I have felt much better. Like, like a peaceful, like, did you feel like it was a message or did you just feel like it was a sense, sense of like warmth? It was an overwhelming sense of calm. And I felt it a couple times since she passed, but the most powerful time was at her service when I saw her urn, her urn was up on the, table or wherever the they, pedestal thing yeah. yeah wherever the display 
and I went up before anybody else came in there and 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 just straightened it because she would it would drive her nuts that it was a little off center and then kind of talked to her and during that conversation I just felt this overwhelming sense of peace mm -hmm. and my dad has talked about it and he says he calls it like my mom taking control and I know exactly what he's talking about the cool part about that to me is that you two are not particularly religious people so for you that's not coming from like some people would say that that's like a godly piece or I don't know whatever else but for you it must feel like Jeff's dad is not someone that's like oh I felt something like he's just no. not like that so him saying or even Jeff saying <clears throat> Cause Jeff's the same way. Like Jeff feels like energy probably a little more, but like for either one of them to have that experience is pretty remarkable. And there's a couple of things that, um, I think I'm going to save them for episodes later in this week because mm -hmm. I, I don't, I, I think my mom is clearly sending my dad and me mm -hmm. separately signs. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if they're good signs or bad signs. I don't know if they're supposed to mean something or if there's a deeper meaning or if they're whatever, but I think she is just sending a signal, you know, her energy, her, her from heaven or from wherever she is, is sending her spirit is delivering a message to us, just letting us know that it's, She's there. She's wherever she's supposed to be. And it's, you said to me, the, the day your mom died, I don't know if you remember this, but you said to me, how will I know if, if my mom's trying to talk to me? And I was like, I don't know, but me, but you'll know. And you just know. Yeah. And I, I don't, I want to make a, a broader topic about it because I know a lot of people I've had friends say to me, Hey, wait till I tell you how, a friend of mine whose dad passed suddenly. Wait till I tell you how my, you know, how I heard from my dad after he passed. And uh, a friend of mine who, whose wife or his girlfriend uh, lost her mom suddenly. Mm -hmm. She got messages from. So I, I want to make a bigger deal about it. So I'm not going to tell you exactly what the signs are, but it they are so bizarre, and one of them is so on brand for my mom that logical Jeff is trying to dismiss it, but I don't think it can be dismissed. And logical Jeff is like a pretty big yeah. part of who you are. Right. I'm a, I'm very logical. Should we say thank you to some of our ad partners for the week? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. Skillshare is an online learning community. They've got thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. So if there's something on your list that you're like, God, I wish I knew how to do that. Or God, I got to get around to learning bookkeeping for my business or learning Excel for this or learning a creative skill. There's even classes on there about how to draw cartoons. How cool is that? So Skillshare right now, because you're an Upside listener, is giving two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com Upside. That's Skillshare.com Upside to start your two free months now. I really feel like the Northern accent's coming out. It's <laughs> well, so weird. You've just spent six straight days around Northerners. I don't know. I just heard that come out. I was like, who am I? I'm having what word? I didn't, I didn't right hear now. what word was at that time. Dot com. Dot com. 
Uh, another partner is Hemp Fusion. Uh, y'all have heard us talk about Hemp Fusion before. Uh, hempfusion.com is the website to go to if you want to explore the potential benefits of CBD. What makes Hemp Fusion different than everybody else? Well, CBD offers uh, both CBD, right? But they also combine it with. Uh, omegas, terpenes, and other natural ingredients that help the CBD work in your system. Uh, they, they, uh, other natural ingredients will enhance the stress reduction benefits, the sleep benefits, the energy giving benefits that already exist in the CBD. So if you want to find an all around CBD solution for whatever your health needs are, go to hempfusion.com and use the promo code upside. You'll get 20% off your first order. That is upside at hempfusion.com, 20% off your first order and free shipping. So we want to give you a little bit of, not really like an update, but kind of a rundown of Syracuse um, and kind of, we crammed a lot into one week. Like when we say it went by, I mean, we really did. Um, First of all, the service for Jeff's mom was so good. And I don't know about you, but I was a little surprised. That it was so good? Yeah. I think I just... Because my my mom and I were both raised Catholic. My dad's not Catholic, but my mom and I both went to the same church up, mm-hmm. up until she got sick and, and we were raised Catholic. And if I go to church today, it would be a Catholic mass, which would only happen on Easter and Christmas. Cause I'm one of those people. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people that you regularly the parking lot. Yeah. Sorry. So my, my mom was raised Catholic, but because we didn't have like a, she didn't regularly attend mass anywhere. Then there was the, the priest who was officiating the service didn't really know her or my family, but he did spend about 10 minutes with me beforehand just to kind of get a rundown on what my mom was all about, what my dad was all about. And the readings that he chose to do and the story that he used to combine those readings in together made it feel like a really, really personal service. And then the way he explained the readings, knowing that my dad and I aren't big churchgoers, I think it was just really great. I have been to a couple of Catholic um, events, meaning like a Catholic wedding. I've been to a, um, a, a very conservative Catholic funeral. And every, my experience with Catholicism has really been that it's very traditional, which people I know take a lot of comfort in and very structured and also like a little over my head. Like when I've gone to a Catholic mass, I'm like, I have no idea what they're talking about. Like, I don't really get it. And I'm Methodist and in like Methodist churches, there's always like a storyline kind of and a lesson that you walk away with and you don't have to know really much about the Bible to, to understand it. And this guy, his name was Father Chris, was so good. Like he painted a picture, told a story. He talked about really important life things and how unbelievable Jeff's dad is with his mom and it, it was just really cool. So I was blown away. I was and, like, this guy is awesome. And all the women there liked him because he was oddly young <laughs> and very attractive. He must have been like under 35. And my mom and I were like, oh my gosh, he's like 
whoa, he's like really good looking. And then my dad even said, made like a joke about how, you know, like good looking he was. So it was such a funny thing, but I'm glad that he just brought a lot of life to it. And it was really cool. The, the, the service of course started and it, by the way, it helped. We didn't have her, we didn't do a full funeral mass in a church for her. We just had a, a blessing and a service at the funeral home. So that allowed him to kind of break the structure because if you hold mass in a Catholic church, it is very Catholic. Like it's an hour long mass right. and it's more regimented. Um, One thing that he did say that I thought was really cool that is it's religious, but I feel like it's kind of a good metaphor regardless. He was talking about how people go through in life, like trials and, and tribulations. And he was referring to like when Jeff's mom got sick and he said, people are so quick to ask like, where's God? And I think if you wanted to sub in God with like, where is the upside? Like, why is this happening? Things are just really bad. And what he said is God is in gym. Like the way that he was taking care of her, like that was what, like who knows why she got sick. Right. But the, he was basically saying the upside of that, the bright spot in that whole crappy hard situation is your dad. Right. And, and it's beautiful. And, and how he stepped up to take care of her at a level b beyond any expectation, like to 200%. He was the upside and was it was blessing. yeah it was, it was, awesome. it was really good uh, of course i had to keep it awkward um and the, i was standing next to jeff when he was being awkward so i was <clears> double cringe the, i haven't seen so many of the people who came to the service i had not seen in decades like we don't we're not a big like every summer family reunion family we we just and, and my parents' friends, like I didn't, I moved away when I was 18, right? I like, like almost three decades ago. Mm -hmm. I don't, and if I had, if they happened to be at the house when I would go home to visit my parents or we ran into them while we were out, I would see them. But other than that, I don't know who they are. Right. So my aunt was coming up from North Carolina with her husband and my, my uncle and my cousin and I, I knew what she looked like, but not exactly. I probably haven't seen her truly in 30 years, mm -hmm. maybe 20, long time. Mm -hmm. So a woman, so all I'm, I'm excited to see my family member. So everybody who comes in, I'm like, oh, is that my Aunt Dory? That could be them. Oh, is that my Aunt Dory? <laughs> and then they would get out. And my mom was short and, and my Aunt Dory's short. And so I had that. That was my thing. So people would jump out of the car. I'm like, oh, nope, normal height, <laughs> not short. So, <laughs> uh, But then a, a woman comes in and she's shorter. And as soon as she comes through the door, she says, hi, Jeffrey. And my entire mom's family calls me Jeffrey. So I'm like, this must be Dory. Doesn't look like how you remember, like how I remember, but she called me Jeffrey. She smiled big as soon as she came through the door and she's shorter. So I gave her a hug, thanked her for coming and said, how was your trip? To which she responded with my trip. I was just four blocks away. 
And, and I was like, oh. And then after that, it got awkward again because we have this like marital trick. And I don't know if anyone else uses this, oh, but everybody uses it. But when one of us can't remember somebody's name, like, I know that Jeff, after that, that it was awkward and he had no clue who it was. So I was like, hi, I'm Callie Dollar. I'm Jeff's wife to try to prompt her to tell me who she was. Cause that's like our little thing. And, um, she was like, Hey, nice to meet you. And I just like looked at Jeff and I'm like, and no, then no and, help. And she was with two other people and I introduced myself to those people and they didn't say their name either. So we had no idea. So we watched them like sign in the guest book. And then Jeff like discreetly ran over, like one eyed the guest book and was like, Oh, that's so-and-so. But here's the thing. I can, we have a rule that when someone says, hi, I'm so-and-so, I don't care who you are. I don't, you say, Hey, I'm Callie Dollar. Yes. I'm Jeff's wife. Everybody that is a societal law. And <laughs> I think she could go to jail for a weekend for breaking <laughs> that law in my opinion. But most people know that. It's just, it's, you and know. And I think every couple has that, especially people who work in like big companies where, you know, you're supposed to know everybody in the accounting department, but there's 50 people mm -hmm. in the accounting department. And then you have your holiday party. Like I would guess the majority of couples have that conversation with, all right, honey, we're going to the holiday party. Everybody in accounting is going to be there, but I only talk to like 10 people. So if I don't use their name, you in the, introduce in the first yourself 20 and ask seconds. Their name. Right. So if I don't walk up to them and say, like, Fred, how have you been? Then you go, Hi, I'm Jeff. I'm Callie's husband. And what I should have said when she didn't say her name is, Oh, I'm sorry, what was your name? Mm. But I didn't. So that was like a partially me fail. No, but let's just like let's fail. just make a rule. Even if somebody, I mean, our the head of our network comes in town and he probably knows who I am. It's likely because I'm always with Robin and he right. was Robin. Um, but I'll say to him like, yes. Hey, I'm Callie dollar. I'm Robin's assistant. And he might be like, okay, yeah, I know. But it, then at least he can go, Hey Callie, of course, it's so good to see you. And there's no weird stuff. And I'll take it one step further than that. You know what is the absolute worst is when someone's like, you don't remember me, do you? Oh my God. Like, please stop doing that. Let's all sign the paper that says we're going to follow these rules of etiquette. Always introduce yourself, even if they know to help somebody out and don't say you don't remember me. That's yes. the worst. If you say you don't remember me, do you? Then you should. There's no non-awkward anything after that. Right. You, that you should immediately be sentenced to four consecutive weekends of community service, picking up trash yes. on the highway. Yes. Automatically. That's a crime. Uh, after that though, it was, it was, it was a beautiful, like Callie said, it was a beautiful service. The, the priest who officiated or whatever it's called celebrated my mom's mass was, was wonderful. We all went back to the house afterwards. Oh, you forgot at the, um, at the, at the service, all the flowers that the upsider sent. Oh my gosh. Y'all were so great and sent so many beautiful flowers. And just so you know, all the flowers came back to mom and dad's house uh, on the day of the service on mm -hmm. Friday. And then as if the people came back afterwards to the to our house and as they would leave, we would uh, we had so many flowers. We were giving people like, hey, would you like to take these home to your house? Would you take these home to your house? Especially my dad's neighbors who've been so great to him. Mm -hmm. And then all the ones that didn't get taken away, um, we had a friend take them to her church on Saturday. And 
on Saturday. And then the church takes them to like retirement homes and not just for display, but then at the retirement homes, they actually take the arrangements apart and then they teach flower arranging. Oh, I love that. To the senior citizens who live there. I love that. So that's where uh, some of your flowers went. And then some stayed because my mom was cremated and we brought her home to be with my dad. So we left some real pretty flowers on the table with mom too. So And we took, um, Jeff and his dad took some of them to um, the Big Upsider arrangement, went to- um, To my grandmother. Yeah. To Jeff's grandparents and they got flowers on their grave and we, yeah, we sprinkled the graveyard pretty well, I think. Callie got to meet, uh, so I think Callie might know a couple of my cousins more than I know them. Maybe it's possible. Because, you know, when you're at the, at the reception after the house, at the house after the service, like my dad and I were kind of like the hosts. So we were kind of scooting around, I guess, between different groups of people. But I saw Callie got to sit and talk to my cousin Dina and my cousin Heather for a long time. And you and my aunt Dory hit it off. Yeah. We exchanged numbers and I've been texting her. Um, and here's the thing. So Jeff and I have been together for almost eight years and the only family members of his that I've ever met are his parents and his uncle Fred, who was like one of our favorite human beings. We'll have to tell you at some point about uncle Fred. He's a gem. He's just funny. He's, he's yes. who he is. Yes. Um, so outside of Jeff's, you know, parents and really that that was who I've been spending time with all these years. And, um, so I didn't know any of Jeff's family and, you know, I, I don't have a whole lot of family stories and, um, anyways, so I met Jeff's aunt I met his two cousins. They were awesome. And we just spent a lot of time talking and here's what it is for me. It's and knowing- she's And she's wondering why she has the Northern accent because she spent a lot of time talking to people who grew up in Oswego and Syracuse and central right. New York. Um, but I like knowing about you and like things, you know what I mean? Like memories that you're working on recovering and stuff like that. But I also, we don't have a huge family, me or Jeff. So I said to him months ago, I'm like, when we have kids, like our kids, like our friends are going to be our family. Cause we really don't have like our children will never have cousins and, you know. They'll have Lily and Sadie. They'll have Lily and Sadie siblings, but they won't have like cousins. So when we met their family, I was like, oh my gosh, okay, we have family. Like I'm in this family now. Let's talk. Let's, you know, do this whole thing, whatever. So it really was a highlight of my relationship with Jeff to get to talk to some of his family members. And um, it just meant so much to me. Jeff is like, you're a nut job. No, I thought it was, I, <laughs> I thought it was great because I didn't get a chance to talk to him. Like yeah. I, I didn't get that much of a chance to, to reconnect. So I'm happy that you did. I think that's great. I think it's great. Yeah. I, and I do see you texting my aunt now and I'm like, you have now officially in the past, you know, whatever, two days, three to however long it's been four days since the service, you have now talked more to my aunt Dory than I have in the past 20 years combined. <laughs> They're awesome. Thank you so much to Skylight for sponsoring this week's uh, worth of shows. Skylight is an amazing present. If you have not ordered a holiday present yet, Skylight might be the perfect gift for someone that's hard to buy for. Um, here's the thing. It's a digital photo frame, but when you set it up, you set up an easy to remember email address so you can text pictures directly. I mean, email pictures directly to the frame, which makes it super easy. So if you have a relative that's hard to buy for or someone in your life, get them a Skylight frame 
set up that email address and start sending them pictures. Um, they'll absolutely love it. We have one and we think it's fantastic. Right now, as a special holiday offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter the code UPSIDE. Again, that will get you $10 off your purchase. Go to skylightframe.com, enter the code UPSIDE. You know what awkward story we completely forgot about is when we were delivering the flowers up to the cemetery, we took an arrangement to... Um, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about this or not. Well, I mean, I it, if it wasn't already broken, I would feel worse. But we took the flowers up to, to my grandmother and then uh, we put another arrangement on... My mom and dad, their best friends in Syracuse were a husband and wife named Joan and Gary. And Gary passed a few years ago. Joan still lives down the street from him and has, and has been by my dad's side since my mom passed. So she's she's been great. And I said, hey, Joan, I would love to take some of these flowers up and put them on your husband's grave, grave. headstone. And and she tells me where it is in the cemetery. And I take the flowers up and we we sent them down and then I take a picture so I could text her a picture of how, how pretty they looked. And as we were walking out of the row of headstones, somebody had a bird feeder. No, well, let me, a bird, bath. a bird bath, but let me explain. So this cemetery, I think most of cemeteries that I've seen have like really strict rules on it's like the headstone and you can leave flowers, but that's it. Like you don't leave relics or you don't leave whatever. This was not like that. Like people had bought furniture so they could sit at the gravesite. I mean, it, you, it was people had all sorts of stuff and the there were, a couple, there were like a couple little Christmas trees. It's um, yeah. and, and like they allow trinkets in that part of the cemetery. They allow you to decorate around the, the headstone. Yeah. So um, people do that. And the guy who rests behind um, Gary had a bird bath there and it was it, it was not in good shape as you can imagine a bird it was a ceramic bird bath and for upstate new york let's be honest it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because ceramic and anything outside in winter up there is like not good well it fr and it was filled with water from rain probably and then it froze and when it froze a big crack had developed in the top of the bird bath so it was no and it and it was no longer functional. No, half of it had already had fallen off. And so I, but it could be glued. Like that half could be glued back onto the first half. But in order to prevent it from breaking anymore, I decided to lift all of the ice out of it. Because Jeff's like, that doesn't need to stay there. It's just hurting the thing. So he goes to pick it up. The whole thing shattered. The whole like, bath. No glue repair. Nothing. The whole thing. You should have seen my face. I was like, the, oh my gosh. I was like, first of all, we're going to be haunted for like 85 Whatever years. the guy's name was, Greg or whatever, is going to be haunting us. Um, Number two, we definitely need to replace that. But like, there's not a point in a Syracuse winter of replacing it now. So like when we go back in the spring, like when it gets a little warmer, we're going to replace it. And the most awkward thing is Jeff knows the people. Whose family it was? I just know the name. I don't know the. I well, don't, but they're like in your town, like you. Well, everybody you know. knows everybody, but yeah, I just <laughs> so know the name. So that's a little awkward. So I owe a dead guy a bird bath. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. 
So I have a thought. What if it's not your mom you're hearing from? It's the guy whose bird bath you broke. And he's torturing me. He's sending me signs from the other side mm-hmm. because he's mad because I broke his bird bath. He's like, yo, dude, replace my bird bath. I, if it wasn't, I would feel I honestly would have gone somewhere and bought a replacement bird bath if it wasn't already broke. Like, can I? I technically can't be held liable from a ghost for breaking something that's already broke, right? Can you? Well, you may not be held legally liable, but spiritually, you might be haunted forever. Hi, Callie and Jeff. My name is Rachel, and I'm eight years old, and I live in Georgia, and I really like your videos. Now let's go to my sister, Ashley. Hi, my name is Ashley, and I am... um, I'm five years old, and I really like the gratitude journal that you gave us. Bye. I love you. Bye. You ready to bank at a place where your success and the success of your local community matters? Then you're ready to bank at Georgia's own credit union. All the products and services you'd expect from a financial institution, but with a twist. Georgia's own is a cooperative. It's owned by members just like you, so you're going to get better rates, fewer fees, and you're going to know that your goals are what matters most. So if you need a low-rate credit card, if you need to know what a money market account is, if you need to get somebody to walk you through a mortgage process, they've got you covered. Go to georgesown.org. Make the switch today. Georgesown.org. Georgia's Own Credit Union is banking on purpose. Georgia's Own is federally insured by the NCUA. Georgia's Own is an equal housing lender. Hi, this is Christine from Jackson, Georgia. I am calling to say that today I am grateful for the upside for Callie and for Jeff. And I just wanted to send my love, thoughts, and prayers to you, Jeff, as you go through this time and know that we are all praying and sending love to you. Okay? Bye. Hey, Jeff. This is Mary from Powder Springs, and I just read your post about your mom, and I'm sitting here crying, and I'm just so sorry for your loss and for Callie, too. Um, You were in my thoughts. You're in my prayers. I am ready for 2020 for you guys because you kind of have an upside, right? Um, just wanted to let you know, I'm thinking of you guys, and I love you guys. Hey, I was just calling to tell you that my husband put our tree and our mantle lights on a smart plug on the Alexa. And you're right, it's awesome. I love it. It's so easy. And um, you actually can also wire them somehow, or I guess program them together through your app, and you can rename it something, so you can call it... Um, I think my husband called it Christmas. So you can just say, Alexa, turn on Christmas. And then like the mantle lights up, the tree lights up, it's instant festive. And then when you go to bed at night, you can say, Alexa, turn off Christmas. And then everything goes dark. So anyway, that's just a really cool extra feature. You can maybe take that to the next level next year, Jeff. Bye. Hi guys, my name's Paula. I'm from Lithia Springs, and I'm trying to go through yesterday's episode without crying. But um, I wanted to talk about the TED time. That has always been my time. My um, band director, when I was a kid, said to be early is to be on time, to be on time is to be late, and to be late is unacceptable. 
and I've lived my life by that. Um, so much love and prayers to you guys. Um, have a good day. Hi, this is Jen from Raleigh, North Carolina. I was just listening to your episode about porch pirates, and I had to call and let you know my mom had someone actually steal a package from her, and it was her underwear. So I hope they really enjoyed that, and um, hopefully they did what you guys suggested and dropped it off at a shelter. So... I really love the show and enjoy what you guys are doing. Hello, Jeff and Callie. I have, this is Lane in Decatur, Georgia, and I just wanted to leave a short comment about TED Time. My mother always said, if you're not early, you're late. So just love, 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 love your show and have so many other things I would like to say. Uh, and I'll do that one day, either in a phone call or a long email or whatever. But love you guys very much. Bye-bye. Treat other people how you want to be treated. Don't be bossy and always be respectful to your parents, too. Love you. Bye.